Hi, I'm Bryce. And I'm Jimmy. We're telecom and creative professionals. We're also fans of podcasting as our respective careers give us an abundance of windshield time. While there is a podcast for just about any obscure topic you can think of, there was no regular podcast pertaining to Montana politics. That is why with our combined powers, we are Montana Voices Podcast. We strive to be an independent voice for all issues pertaining to Montanans and Montana politics. We also strive to be very forthcoming with our personal biases as we attempt to see beyond them. Montana Voices Podcast does not operate in a vacuum. We need your support. Whether that be listening to our cast, providing us feedback, sending us conversation topics, sharing our content, or providing financial support. We look forward to a long career in podcasting with your added assistance. Yeah, sounding uh, sounding damn good. So, welcome to Montana Voices Podcast. We're in episode 40, I believe. 40-ish, yeah. Well, we sort of, the count doesn't really mean anything anymore because we did, what, 39 with Jeremy Trebus and then... We had a bunch of episodes that we thought were, they were fine episodes. I mean, great recording quality, great content, but specifically related to the virus and the news that was at that time, but that's outdated now, so we pulled them down to not not confuse people. We don't want to seem like fear mongers. Uh, no, no, we are not living in fear, but we are cautious. Indeed. Which is why we are ahead of the curve as well, because every other cast, every news organization is now trying to figure out how to work remotely and do their weather reports from their living room with their cats but (laughs) we've been doing this from day one remotely indeed Uh, i know it may be hard for some of you to believe but uh in fact for the most part every single episode we've done has been at least within over 100 miles of distance between the two of us at least and we have gone to some of the most remote locations in montana to cast we've uh we've done it from that uh was that mine place haver yeah haver we've done (laughs) haver we've done billings we've done of course great falls missoula but the uh, ghost town. Oh, uh, Garnet. Yeah, Garnet. We've cast from Garnet way back in our... That was pretty good. Good cast there. Ghost cast. Well, this is going to be Garage Cast V2. Garage Cast 2. It's good times there. I remember the first time in the garage. Not much has changed. Um, yeah, I, I moved the, the lawnmower recently, so that's in a different spot. Got a bit more standing room here. Yeah, we're not casting over the hood of a Buick anymore, so that's an improvement. Yeah. Well, let's uh, run into our new content here. There is a ballot in our hands of who all was running, and there is a Green Party ballot on this <laughs> that you could fill out if you were so inclined, but it's all single choice, so I'm not sure why you would bother. Yeah, it, pretty much it, this tells me that if you're uh, going to vote for Green Party, you're going to be towing the party line. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you want a vote that actually counts, I mean, this is the primary, and so there's going to be... There's one candidate in all these, except... Let's see. Uh, United States Senator, you got two people running. Dennis Danique, 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 and uh, Wendy Fredrickson. And then, let's see, uh, Supreme Court Justice Number 5, we've got Lori McKinnon, Mars Scott, and Mike Black. And then, yeah, that I think is it and then it looks like they have absolutely nobody in mind for preference you got no preference or you got to fill in the blank for a president yeah first time i've ever seen that no preference or fill in the blank that's very green that's very 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 green party yep there's no libertarian candidate this time on anything so libertarians are out uh i wonder how many people are going to write in bill greitz yeah they're well they'd have to write it in and let's go through our democrat and republican tickets so we'll uh exclude uh you know, our house districts, because I, I I think we would vote for both Jasmine Taylor and Jeremy Trebus if we had the option, but neither of us can vote for both of them. I've, so 
I mean, you speak from your perspective. Well, just yeah, you know, maybe we got to get the cast loyalists on. Yeah, need... cast loyalists. Thanks for coming on, uh, both of them, for that. And uh, yeah, you know, so yeah, yeah, I stand by what you just said based on that. Yeah, I appreciate the candid conversation and the absolute willingness of of everybody that's been on the cast to come on with no no preloading, no no anything. I mean, we didn't tell them what we were going to talk about before I, I showed up at somebody's door. It's, uh, it takes a special brave kind of person to go in completely uncanned. Just to straight up let somebody into your house, too, in this day and age, too. Just come on in, sure. You two guys holding weird boxes. Anyway, so let's, uh, we're getting sidetracked, though. Let's move on here. Republican ticket next there. Um, for president, we got Donald J. Trump, or no preference, or fill in the blank. We've got for Senate, John Brian Driscoll, Daniel R. Larson, or Steve Daines. Well, I think we know which way that's going. I and never, we know which way the president was going, don't, too. I, who are these other two guys, though? I've uh, never heard of them. Um, yeah, they're probably for a reason. Daniel R. Larson and John Brian Driscoll. Do they? Does Steve Daines know about this? Uh, Montana doesn't, so I don't see why uh, he would. I was going to say, is the rest of the Republican Party aware that these guys are <laughs> stepping out of line here? Well, they've got to uh, make a showing. I mean, uh, no vote, I mean, or no preference. You just got to have somebody on there. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't um, know why they would bother, but. So, for, geez, Representative, we've got a lot of people rolling for this one. Matt Rosendale's going up against Corey Stapleton. I didn't realize that. Uh, neither did I. That's, uh. That's big. That's big. Uh, Joe Dooling, that's a cool name. <laughs> uh, Deborah Lamb, Mark J. McGinley. And John Ivankovich. Ivankovich? Ivankovich. Well, uh, I'm going to project my projections. It's uh, going to be Rosendale there. Think so? so? Yeah, well, Stapleton's in a bit of hot water over finance or something, so that doesn't bode well on Oh, well, yeah, good. Um, yeah, I guess if Matt Rosendale hasn't been caught doing that just yet, then yeah, his chances might be better. Um, yeah, just yet. Uh well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I think that will reflect. I mean, Rosendale, of course, was uh, close to being our uh, U.S. representative this last time, as I recall. So that name recognition and, and the fact that he doesn't sound like uh, a chipmunk probably also helps. The flat top, you know, um, I think he was trying to win over the tester crowd a bit maybe with that one. Uh, it's a tough crowd to win over. I don't know if you saw, speaking of John Tester, he uh, recently went out. I saw it on Instagram first. He, uh, <laughs> he endorsed <laughs> Joe Biden. Yeah, John Tester is. He endorsed Joe Biden and compared him to like a 70s Chevy pickup. Uh, just like this pickup, Joe's hardworking. And, boy, yeah. <laughs> by, by that, do you mean it's, uh, you know, about 30 years past its prime and perhaps you should get something new? Is that, is that the comparison? <laughs> It's a lot of oil, and you feel nervous putting your kids near it. <laughs> oh, man. These jokes write themselves. <laughs> Almost. Yeah, so Joe Biden, of course he's uh, endorsing Joe Biden. That that sort of makes sense that he'd tow this kind of the party line like that. But the race isn't over yet. He's I been mean, in the game for long enough now. He, he uh, I feel like he's going to he's gotta, he's gotta dance the, the dance. That needs dancing from the Democrats. You so. know, I, I kind of was hoping he would endorse uh, whoever would piss off Trump the most, uh, which I think would be Liz Warren, because Trump particularly does not care for Liz Warren at all. Derogatory term and et cetera, but he did not, went straight for Joe, and uh, we'll get to the Democratic uh, ballot in a second, but there's more than one choice for president, which we'll, we'll get to. Uh. I think that's because, though, that whole Democratic Party is just 
They're battening down the hatches together here finally, saying, we're, we're going for... <laughs> Never mind everything he did. Never mind it. Yeah. Don't let your kids near him, okay? But you gotta, you just gotta vote, check that bubble. Yeah, there, there's no kids in the White House, right? But, all right, who, who's next? Uh, on I our, don't like those videos. Re- Republican docket here. Um, okay, sorry. Let's see here. Next up, we've got federal and state, lieutenant governor and governor, Greg Gianforte and Christian Juris. Greg the body. Greg the body. Is that our only option there? Or? No, uh, you also got Al Doc. Oswalski, Oswalski, that's a hard one. Yeah, he kind of feels like, uh, I'm not entirely sure to say it, but he kind of feels like he's more on the Tea Party side of things, so he's further right than... uh, I mean, he's got Doc is his uh, name here in quotations, so like, I mean, if you can get your middle, your your nickname of Doc on, uh, yeah, that's pretty Tea Party-ish, you know, that's pretty... uh, Rootin' tootin'. Yeah, you know? screw the system. Screw the system in there. Anyway, he's running, with, he's running with Ken Bogner. So, Bogner's a pretty sweet name. I've I like seen that. a lot of grassroots support and a lot of people that really love Doc. So we'll, It's a cool name. How can you not? Doc! Well, like I said, further right, so uh, I think moderates may prevail, I'm thinking. You got Tim Fox and John Noki. Well, I'd definitely probably choose the guy I've heard of before. So, uh, congratulations, Tim Fox. Well, what's Tim Fox do before? The Fox Empire? No, uh, no, no. I, you're asking me the tough questions and putting me on the spot here, Bryce. Well, we're just naming off names here. We're letting people know who they can vote for, not who these people are. Yeah, that's a list here. Well, who's next here? <laughs> Secretary of State here. We got Christy Jacobson, Brad Johnson, Kurt Johnson. Whoa, <laughs> the Johnson brothers. <laughs> Man, Thanksgiving's got to get awkward there. Um, Forrest J. Mandeville, Scott's, Scott Sales, uh, Bowen Greenwood. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know who any of that. I think Christy Jacobson I've heard of before. You know, as political commentators, I feel that we should know more about these things. <laughs> like, like who Johnson and Johnson are? Yeah, jo- the Johnson Empire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so going on, uh, Attorney General, we got Austin Knutson and John Bennion. So, don't know who they are. Uh, I've seen them both, so... Um, okay. All right. State Auditor, Nellie Nicole. That's a cool name. Scott Tux Tuxbury. That's cool. Tux Tuxbury? Tux. Tux. In quotations. Another nickname. Nicknames, they ring far, you know. You can get your nickname on there? Apparently. Huh. I don't know how... I wonder what the stipulations are in order to get the nickname put hmm. on. You know, that's a good point. I wonder if I can just go with my middle name. Um, if I just go by, like... Um, yeah, if I have a run, uh, I'll just be <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Screw the last name. But <laughs> could win uh, on that alone. Just, just call me Nighthawk. <laughs> you know? <laughs> run off that. Uh, and he's running against Troy Downing, which is also a cool name, but not quite as cool as Tux. So, I guess we'll find out. Uh for state superintendent of public instruction there, that is the head of OPI. We got Elsie Arntzen, who is running unopposed. Um, and then we didn't say, we, well, yeah, we said we weren't going to do the uh, House District at all, so we're not going <laughs> to mention that. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, there's already done a it. couple hundred of them. There's a lot. House and Senate, so it's... If I were to tell you the one on mine, I'd give away too much. 
Let's yeah, see. Broadcasting from a secret and secluded location of... Live from the compound. All right, well, what do we got in the Democratic ticket? Let's see. Democratic Party here. Okay, oh, man. Jeez, a lot of people still on here for president. You got Bernie Sanders, first and foremost. Then Alphabetically, got, no doubt. Yep, then you got Liz Warren, and then you got Joe Biden. Yeah, who, uh, you know, Warren and Biden suspended so, their campaigns, but did not... Um, so they're not actively campaigning, but they're not off the ballot in any state. Yes. So this is really the only time you can vote for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yes. Well, you could always write him in in November. If you want to be a real idiot about it. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. Only time. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, both their campaigns have done some big missteps. I mean, Joe's obviously the professional, the real professional here who knows <laughs> he's, he's got the right people doing the right things for him. And not appearing in public, I think that's helped him out recently. Yeah, but, this pandemic's been a blessing for him, I think, in that regard of like not having to do... Has he done any speeches? Um, he's done canned... It, no reporters as of this ah. time. So, but he's done canned like Zoom meetings and stuff. I see. Where he's highly prepped and definitely takes an Adderall beforehand so he can be... <laughs> all right, Joe, we need you to focus now. All right, focus. Yeah. Do a line of coke to take the uh, edge of the... Gosh. But lights off. and I can imagine that that's just, like, high pressure for everybody involved on it, of, of him going on air. Um, much like when Trump goes on air, for everybody who's backing him, of like, oh, God, what are they going to ask him? <laughs> like, who's he calling on next? Like, you know that person, whoever is up there on stage with him is watching at all times who he's calling on next. Just so they're aware and ready for that shock of what could about happen. Uh, it could. Know? Well, you know, he's on TV four hours every day, and he's tweeting for the other four hours out of every day. So, you know, that's a lot of public time, and I think a lot of the missteps, I mean, if I was in the spotlight for that long, you uh, yeah, might find out I smell. You're going to... But then again, I'm not a big bigoted racist, uh, so maybe those sorts of colors wouldn't come through <laughs> for me or a reasonable... Yeah. Never mind, I'm giving away my, uh, my things here and yeah. getting us off track. Who's, uh, who's after Senate, president? we got Mike Knowles, John Muse, Steve Bullock found a place to put his name at, and um, yeah, or you can write somebody in, so. Well, I don't know, Bullock's looking pretty good in this whole... She, I, I love how he gets to like just show up at the last second here, and just, yeah. Well, me, didn't he kind of do that in the presidential campaign, too? I think he was one of the last to announce, uh, was and he? then everyone was like, this guy from Montana, well, that's interesting. <laughs> And that was sort of the end of his political... He's from Montana, though. You know, they're, they're cowboys and horses up there, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. Maybe running water. It's hard they to say. They don't take shit up there. <laughs> All right, so Bullock. That's looking pretty promising. Like I said, allowance at the last minute, Dan. We got... I don't know who these other two guys are, but I'm feeling that Steve's probably got this one clinched for the Democratic side. I mean, it would, I'd be a... It'd be a Upheaval if it wasn't. I mean, I'd be very surprised. I mean, was either of these guys in a country band in the 70s? Because if not, <laughs> what are we I even talking about? that guy's about? name now. The, Rob uh, Quist. Rob Quist, yes. <laughs> My favorite uh, last-minute hand trick from a... Or, like, card trick, I guess you'd call it, from the Democratic side of the state of just... Well, uh, well, we'll pull this guy out. Musician interchangeable. No, they did the same thing with... Uh, Amanda Curtis. Yep, Amanda Curtis from Butte, who apparently is an anarchist. I don't know if you've heard the Republican what? propaganda, but... Anarchist. Uh, no, apparently she had a uh, YouTube channel where she tried vlogging for a while, and then at one point in her 
probably many hours. She's like, well, I'm an anarchist at heart or something like that. And she, she probably said she's a rebel at heart, and they took that the wrong way. No, she said anarchist. If you, uh, it, it's she hasn't taken a bath. Oh she, my god, <laughs> she said the word no. Yeah, so she's uh, she's an anarchist and also not elected. She's um, head of the or CEO of the Union League or something. I don't I don't know what she's doing, but something with unions, I think. Cool. But well, not just, an elected position on the general ballot. So. I mean, I just think back to Tester's uh, race against Conrad and those ads. And, I mean, nobody had that kind of ad buy that they did. On both sides, for that matter. But, like, you know, these other races just kind of rang a little quieter. Yeah, so? And so the Republican side rang a little louder because I saw those, those ads everywhere. Well, if you listen to a lot of talk radio, you're... Uh um, I'm a fan of. Oh, I'm not a fan, but I will listen to Rush Hour. You got to know what's going on. But yeah, it does uh, calm. You know, it, it soothes me some days to to hear him yell. Yeah, hear I don't him know yell. Why, but, but like when he gets spun up, some days I just can't help but you know feel good. <laughs> yeah, well, don't get too wound up. I uh, I draw the line on some people. Uh, who's the guy that's always angry all the time on the right? I forget, but he's uh, the doctor Savage. The guy oh, who's always savage. angry about everything and yelling. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can only handle so much of that. Though. Oh, savage. Jeez. That guy, jeez. Uh, one sec while we start playing these uh, knockoff Metallica songs here in the background. Before any of us consu- uh, asserts that we uh, digest a right-leaning material, if there was some left-leaning material to listen to, maybe we might change the radio station to that every once in a while. But last I knew, Clear Channel or Clear America, whatever it was called, was bankrupt, and now there is no liberal AM radio. <laughs> That's sort of no. the old joke, what's the difference between AM and FM radio waves? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, AM waves lean further to the right. <laughs> That's a great joke. Yeah, because they're, I don't know, they're just, I mean, they can afford the bill, I guess, is the best way to put it. Um, well, that might include us, because I still haven't gotten a clear answer to whether we aired or not, but we might have been on the radio. I was definitely asked by 1310, which, as far as I know, now plays 80s punk. Uh, they changed formats. AM? Hard to say. I, I don't know what they're doing, um, but we may or may not have been on that, and they at least made a hip-hop radio blurb for us of our intro that, you know, maybe I'll include it, because that would, <laughs> that would be interesting. Yes, we'll include it. Right here. Hey, 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 what you doing, man? You're checking out the Montana Voices podcast. In the VIP. Get the entire interview now. For Jimmy Treba. Right here. You know do, how do, do, do it now. We are go. Anyway, so <laughs> we are far on the right, I guess, because we've been on AM radio. So, I mean, if we are, that, that, that's quite the honor. I really hope that that doesn't come back to us in any way of... You know, associating with these people. That or I'm also not even sure who these people if are. If they expect but, us to like vouch for this in some sort of taxing way, because that's not going to happen. Uh, I I did nothing. All of our MP3s are available freely to download to do whatever you wish with, this pla- including play on AM radio if you so choose. Open source, front to back, we plug straight in. GNU software licenses galore, up the wazoo, you name it. Um, literally, we pay. Next to no overhead for this. And, uh, you know, that's something big to flex on. Uh, but we do have now, we've had an addition. There is a single piece of foam on this wall. I'm yeah. All, I'm all hesitant to mention it, but. Oh, uh, you know, it's worth pointing out because I'm sure a lot of people are wondering why the quality on this one's a lot better than the last cast. 
All right, who's next on our, our docket there? So next up, we've got United States Representative Tom Winters or Kathleen Williams. Ah, Tom Winters is back. Mayor of Great Falls or former mayor? Former Mayor Winters or different Winters? Kathleen Williams, though, she is uh, ran for something. From California, as I recall. Well, I mean, that shouldn't stop people. I mean, so is our senator and our current representative. Yes, yes, but... Uh, Air San Fo- Diego San Di- and Los Angeles. She's from Cal- both uh, Californians, but she might get a pass because she was Air Force or her family was Air Force, as I recall. Yeah, I don't think either of these guys were. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just decided this is a good spot to uh, be a slumlord or something? Or? <laughs> Just to show up. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, so she shows up from California. Neat. I can't blame her for wanting to get out of California. I wouldn't want to stay there. You understand it's hot and... Uh, Earthquakes. And they will arrest you for going outside right now. Oh. What if there's an earthquake? You're not supposed to stay indoors for those? Get nope. arrested. <laughs> I'm outside because there's earthquakes. In we will there. find you. We will find you. We will arrest you. Not worth it. Um, let's see. For governor, we got Whitney Williams, Buzz Matlin, Mike Cooney, Casey Schreiner. Calling it for Williams, just because of the... Uh, yeah, Past say, history there. So. Whitney Williams, probably, and Buzz Matlin. That's a cool name. But I don't know. Those uh, those pictures of her that she, she puts up on her website, it's not like they the were one dug where up. she's, like, staring down Hillary Clinton? Yes, looking at Hillary seductively. So, Yeah. That can't bode well for her career, but she's totally, uh, totally banking on that, uh, as if that's going to get her places in Montana, the state that... Uh, overwhelmingly voted for Trump in uh, 2016. So, only time I ever saw Hillary sign Hillary sign it was a Hillary for prison sign. So, let's see. Next up, we've got Secretary of State Bryce Bennett. Cool name. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Attorney General Raff Graybill, who is from Great Falls. Raff. Raff. What a, what a name. I wonder if he goes by Raffy ever. Um, no, no, I uh, grew up with him, so he... Uh, it's banana phone jokes? <laughs> quite a few. He lived down the blocks from us. Uh, in fact, uh, I think I mentioned this on the last cast. Down by the bay he lived down by, by huh? the bay. <laughs> <laughs> he had actually a uh, block away from Jeremy Trebus, so apparently that, <laughs> that neighborhood is just doing all sorts of political things, apparently. On both sides. Yeah, lower side of Great Falls. This was the south side, right by the park. But What side didn't... I'm trying, I can't recall what side Jasmine said she had... Uh, grew up on uh, when we did the last cast with her. I recall it being a trailer park. Because well, she uh, mentioned at one point buying her uh, parents' old trailer. Well, no, but she I don't think it was in a, a park, though. I think it was like a, a regular lot. But it was just... I'm talking about the, the general... C- compared to... Because if these guys were a block away from each other, where uh, she grew up from, I wonder how far down the road... Uh, well, maybe that uh, leads some contempt. She was looking over the fence at these political up-and-comers, uh, you know, playing baseball with their parent-funded and participated soccer and whatever. But anyway, who else do we got there? We've got Kimberly P. Duddick. That's a cool name. But then so's Raffy. But, I mean, if he doesn't like Down by the Bay jokes, I don't know if I could get down with him. He, he was all right. It's been a good 30, no, I'm, yeah, say so. 25, 30 years since I've seen I'd have to find out. For State Honor, we've got Mike Windsor running against Shane A. Morajo. Morgo. French. French. Well, that's why I said Morajo. Morajo. Is that it. the right pronunciation? If it were French, it would be. Huh. 
Anywho, well, uh, that's who running. You can't vote for a libertarian this time. We did write a thing up. So. Oh, we also have for State Superintendent of Public Instruction, Melissa Romano. Oh, Romano's back. She's uh, been in and out of... Or, Who is she? She's run for that role a few times. Or run for something a few times. Oh. Cause I, I only reason I remember it because I have to Google if she's uh, related to Ray Romano. And the answer, uh, I believe, was no. You can't convince me otherwise now. Well... House district and Senate districts, we uh, excluded those. Uh, houses are up, Senates are not. So, if you don't know which district you're in, there's an easy way to find out. When you go to vote, they tell you to go to a specific spot, and then on that, you, you know, you get your little piece of paper. Or in this, I don't know, do they even give a piece of paper, or is this fully absentee now? Uh, I think this one was fully absentee. Okay, well, you know, it's <laughs> it should be on your paper. Just look. But if you want to know beforehand, it's uh, leg, as in legislature, leg.mt.gov slash map. You can type in your address right there and see who is your current representatives and as well as see which house and senate district you're in. Very handy. Write it down somewhere because we're adults and we need to remember this kind of stuff. Me included. Very important. Well, we did write up a cast here. Um, uh, you want to go into some layoffs? We we're losing people in coal and railroads. Shit. Really? Yes. Oh, um, no. <laughs> I thought it was just the oil industry that was tanking right now. That's uh, bad, dude. Well, oil industry is tanking. Um, there's nowhere to put all this oil they're making. So, so yeah, I guess that would hit the rail industry directly because they're the ones who move a lot of that. Yeah, so uh, BNSF is cutting hundreds of jobs on the High Line. Uh, I believe there's a diesel shop closing, and a uh, couple hundred people are soon to be unemployed. They, uh, Some of them may have the option to relocate. Wait, but when you say diesel shop, do you mean Haver? Uh, Glendive. Oh, okay. So Still, that's a big hub too, though. Yeah, so 344 jobs are being eliminated. Oh, dude, that's bad. Yeah, so that's... Uh, and uh, I guess 122 of those are from Wyoming, so they don't really count. But non-tan, as I call man. it. All right, River Basin Coal Mine for those 100 workers. There is nowhere to put their coal as well. Put it also, back in the mine, man. Store it there till we need it. We'll mine it, and then we'll charge them to store it in the mine. <laughs> All right, we are going to skip over uh, any quarantine news. That is old news now. The quarantine is essentially ending, and business is getting... For the time being. For, you just wait till November. Thus concludes um, um, the end of the first wave. Yeah, yeah um, I, I'm very worried that it will be back in November, and it'll be much worse than we have it now, but our actions at that time, I guess we'll, we will see. we have to find out. I don't know if we'll be, uh, you know, fighting with the tribes to reopen the border like they are in Wyoming, or, or not. Reopen the border? Or is that South Dakota? No, it's the Pine Ridge Reservation that's fighting with, uh, no, it is Wyoming, regarding, uh, they don't want to open their borders yet, um, which I fully support. Them yeah. <laughs> being able to decide for themselves, but uh, the governor over there disagrees. Yeah, they're uh, pretty anti. Oh, I don't know, that's scary. Uh, well, the Pine Ridge Reservation is a uh, completely different matter, and it's you know outside of Montana. Excuse me, it is in South Dakota. Wow. So it's South Dakota that's fighting with them, and anyway, I, I got us in the, off in the rails again. The rest of this was about bears. 
Yeah, apparently they're coming in closer to town. Yeah, some about food or, uh, you know, some people are going to be quick to say global warming or something. Or Well, you know, there were, at one point, from what I understand, we're a prairie animal. Like, grizzly bears just kind of hung out out here where there were not trees. There was plains and stuff. And uh, other groups like the Montana Sportsman Association are um, sort of suggesting we have a bear season, an official bear season where you can just get a regular bear tag, and that would uh, at least keep the bears back. It's going to kill a lot of bears. Yeah, it's you- going to put a lot of people in. I don't know. That's I'm sure to a point well, the it state would be considering that a safety thing too, though, because if they're just handing out bear tags – then you're going to have a bunch of people out there trying to kill bears, and then you're going to have a bunch of people out there looking f- to get in contact with bears. And then, well, <laughs> what if they're not good at hunting bears? <laughs> well, that's the thing. You um, Hunting bear, you, you can hunt bear in Montana. I think just black bear, or am I getting that wrong and it's grizzly? Which one's in danger? Uh, you cannot hunt grizzly. All right, so it is black bear then. Or is it brown bear? I don't even know. You see, I would already not qualify for that tag because I believe that's you have to take a class to tell the difference between the two. <laughs> They're pretty, pretty stingy about that. You can tell the difference. Yeah, well, I've never attempted to hunt bear, but um, bear encounters and attacks are on the rise, uh, including on um, even on Live PD when they fe- featured the Missoula County Sheriff's Office. One of them was a bear encounter. Yep, that was a black bear on that, though, but... Still, they uh, show up, and then they want to eat. And then if you try and make them leave, they want to kill you. And then eat you, potentially. Well, um, you can shoot a bear if you are attacked, but good luck with that. Um, last one, it wasn't in Montana, but they, uh, some hunters, uh, uh, two of them, one of them actually got taken down, and the other one mostly nearly dead. But he unloaded a complete three eighty in this bear, and... <laughs> they they found nine slugs in the bear, and it, that's just got to feel like a bee sting to a bear. It just kind of pisses it off. So yeah, no, it uh, after it dies, it keeps going. <laughs> so um, and we are relocating three grizzly clubs uh, who uh, participate in an attack or belong to a grizzly who attacked a hiker in Montana, and they are going to the zoo because they've been too close to humans, so they've got to be zooed. Oh jeez. That's scary stuff. I'd never want to run into one in the wild. Um, I've seen a few in the wild, and it's uh, very uh, frightening every time. I've, I've seen cubs in the wild. That's the That's worst. what you really worry about. Well, am I in between it and the mom? Because this is a bad time. For for everyone involved. Oh. Yeah, now those are the worst. Those are probably the scariest videos I see online, is the ones of the bears running. Because those things move. They're fast and can... So fast. <laughs> that big can jump that high and run that fast and uh there's one a few bear years back where the guy survived the bear attack and then he um immediately went to live streaming oh yeah remember yeah. that he was here in montana yeah like he's real montanan went on instagram for his walk back to the truck it was after and from if i recall correctly the bear came back twice at him in that one i think i could uh, be wrong but. yes he was attacked more than once and was lucky to get away and he was in 100% shock when he was doing a, a live stream. So, and you you could tell he's uh, just all calm and lackadaisical about it. Oh, well, the bear come up and it started getting at my head, and it's like, oh well, this is Montana <laughs> uh, badass here. But he's <laughs> no, he's just in shock. 
Try to get him. Like, thankfully, he drove to a hospital and not into a river. Luckily. Well, um, I think that's all I had in our list here. Oh, jeez. Yeah, We've no. got a, uh, a good cast. And I don't know. Maybe we, this is something we need to la- ask our listeners. The last couple of casts. Uh, I know we sort of went on with Jasmine Taylor for over an hour. Um, but the last couple have been, you know, short little half hour blurbs. And I'm thinking that that might be the future because I'm seeing probably the sweet spot to keep good us. metrics on that. Yeah, and I imagine that our droning probably gets a little bit boring after that 30 minute mark. So, I mean, how long can we really keep your attention? Really, indeed. So it, it it'd be best to uh, drop it down, shave it down, and keep just more consistent content going. Yeah, because again, 40. <laughs> Most people are making, um, you know. Episode one, two, five, and then you know by episode ten we never hear again from them. And right, well, well, here we're a bit different. We plug straight in. We and we've got the expertise. We put this foam in just the right spot. You can tell it's making a huge difference. I I already know it. And yeah, if you go camping this summer at all because the pandemic's over, uh, don't cough on each other, and then be very careful of the bears. They're also prone to coughing on you and killing you. Yeah, um, and stay armed for bears, I guess. Uh, is that bear, even good advice? Bear spray, like, I wouldn't... I don't know, man, I wouldn't try and sh- shoot it, because, like they said, that thing... And it's all because of the uh, heart. It beats so slowly that, yeah, like, I think if you destroy the head, it just keeps moving still, so... Yeah, and that hunter uh, that got killed uh, in Nontana said they found nine slugs in the bear and he was still able to kill that hunter so so i'm not sure uh, what's effective there um it's dangerous out there anyway well, thanks for listening to montana voices podcast i'll uh bryce i'll let you run through the thing that uh you know i probably could just uh pre-record and just press a button to play at this point but yeah here we go <laughs> You're probably checking into this right now. You're listening on our website. It's going to be MontanaVoicesPodcast.com. We're going to keep it up as long as we possibly can. Uh, should stay up forever, I'm feeling. Even if uh, Montana goes down, she'll stay up. Uh, email address if you want to be on the cast, if you want to get at us for any reason. Uh, it's going to be MontanaVoices at gmail.com. Our Twitter page is at Montana underscore Voices. Facebook page is at Montana Voices Podcast. You can find all of our uh, previous casts on YouTube by searching for Montana Voices Podcast.